The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to Truth Transforms. Join in for spiritually enlightening discussion and the practical application of new thought principles. Here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell. I'm the executive minister and senior assistant minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. And as you know, or maybe this is your first time hearing me, but if not, last week I started a series on Ask and It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks based upon the teachings of Abraham, sometimes called Abraham Hicks. And this book is basically about the law of attraction and vibrational alignment, which are good. How do you work the law of attraction to demonstrate what you desire in your life? So last week I taught three chapters. Today is going to be a short episode. I'm only going to teach one episode, one chapter, but I want to make sure that I'm keeping the process going. Most of the time when I teach this book, it's going to be two to three chapters. Today, it's only going to be one chapter and it's chapter four. How can I get there from here? And I think that's a very positive and powerful question because it's like a GPS. You want to get somewhere and you're at a particular location. The GPS should help you determine what is the best, easiest, and most direct way to get from point A to point B. And it's the same thing with spiritual principles. How do I get here? Excuse me, how do I get there from here? So on page 15, it is written, why is it taking me so long to get what I want? It is not because you do not want it enough. It is not because you're not intelligent enough. It is not because you're not worthy enough. It is not because fate is against you. It is not because someone else has already won the prize. The reason you have not already gotten what you desire is because you are holding yourself in a vibrational holding pattern that does not match the vibration of your desire. In other words, you don't have it by right of consciousness. So based upon the teachings of Abraham, you know, in this book, asking it is given. Things have to be vibrationally matched for it to demonstrate in your experience. In other words, you know, in New Thought, we will traditionally say that we have to rise in consciousness to the level of knowing, or we have to build a mental equivalent, which I did a whole series on based upon Emmy Fox's uh, little pamphlet, booklet. The mental equivalent, which I would say go back in the archives and take a listen to because I still think it's good work. 
where you have the clarity of thinking and the conviction of feeling, which creates the mental blueprint. This book is using different language, but it's saying the same thing. You have to be in alignment and consciousness with the good you say you desire. Do you believe it? Do you know it? Are you one with it? Uh, do you have resistance to it? Do you have beliefs that are fighting against it? These are all things we need to be mindful of. All right. So as you're working with your good, these are some of the questions you need to ask yourself. Am I in vibrational alignment with what I say I desire? Do I really believe that it is mine? Do I know it to be true for me? Do I accept it at a gut level? These are things that you have to ask yourself legitimately. Do I accept it at a gut level? Or as Reverend Ike would say, feeling gets the blessing. So the author goes on to say, so now the only thing you need to do is gently and gradually piece by piece, release your resistant thoughts, which are the only disallowing factors involved. So the process of demonstration is always getting out of your own way. There always tends to be some aspect in mind, some thought, some feeling, some belief, or a multitude of states of consciousness that can accept what you're consciously trying to build in your life now. So, you know, many times people say, well, you know, I learned affirmation. I learned how to make a vision board or whatever the equivalent is. And how come it hasn't shown up yet? Those tools are to recondition your consciousness so that you can be one with your goal in mind. But they can't substitute the fact that if the understanding isn't there, you can't demonstrate it like Emmett Fox wrote. There's no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. There's no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. That what I know and understanding consciousness demonstrates itself. All right. So. It goes on to say, your increasing relief will be the indicator that you are releasing res resistance. Just as your feelings of increased tension, anger, frustration, and so on have been your indicators that you have been adding to your resistance. So in other words, you'll have a peace and a harmony because you can put your mind on an intention and then release it because there's no resistance. We hold on to things, thoughts, beliefs, ideas, because we do have resistance. But when you can lovingly trust the law, divine law to do its perfect work, that's when you've truly released it and you know that it has gone forth. Just like planting a seed. You don't go back to the seed and keep digging it up to see if it's growing. It's a trusting process that goes along with it. And I just want you to be in alignment with that. On page 16. It says, we want to remind you of the basic premise that you must understand before any of this will make sense to you. Well-being flows. Well-being wants you. Now, they're using well-being with a capital W, uppercase W, uppercase B, which means God. 
source, divine mind, spirit. Spirit flows, spirit wants you. In other words, we say it like this in the Universal Foundation for Better Living with our first statement of faith. We believe that it is God's will that every individual on the face of this earth shall live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. We believe that. See, that's our first statement of faith. We believe that it is God's will, God's intention, that everyone live a healthy, happy, and prosperous life. Why is, why is that important? Because it sets the foundation for what we teach later. God isn't against your good. When you're out of the flow of God, you're out of the flow of your own good. Because God is absolute good. God's nature is absolute good. God's essential character is absolute good. God's will is absolute good. That's what we teach in New Thought. Back to the book. You are a physical extension of source energy. It says, everything in your physical environment was created from non-physical perspective by that which you call source. In other words, everything was created by this creative capacity that we call God. And just as source created your world and you through the power of focused thought, you are continually to create your world from your leading edge place in this time-space reality. Now, what this is saying is, since we're made in the image and likeness of God, we create the way God creates, creates through focus, intention, or thought, or through the word. This is metaphysically taught in the book of Genesis chapter 1. And God said, and God said, and God said, let there be. Let there be this. Let there be that. That was intention and the word. Now, I don't believe, again, it's metaphysical. I'm not talking about a physical guy with a mouth that is speaking words. It's teaching us how to use our minds and the power of our spoken word to declare intention. I want to be clear about to declare intention. I want you to just be in that space. Am I declaring Intention. So the book says you can you and that which you call source are the same. Why? Your individualized expression of the one presence and one power we call God. You cannot be separated from source. Source is never separated from you. When we think of you, we think of source. When we think of source, we think of you. Source never offers a thought that causes separation from you. In other words, God is not the author of confusion, sickness, brokenness, or anything of that nature. God is always going to guide you into blessings and better and transformation. So I said this was going to be a short episode, so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Truth Transform.
Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm in the middle of chapter four in the book, Asking It Is Given. Chapter four is how can I get there from here? So let me pick it back up. Page 17. He wrote, or they wrote, the only form of resistance or hindrance of your connection to that which is source is offered by you from your physical perspective. In other words, thinking that you're just a five sense human being with a personality. Source is always available to you and well-being is constantly extended to you. And often you are in the state of allowing this well-being, but sometimes you are not. We want to assist you in consciously allowing your connection more of the time to the source. In other words, when we're in the flow, things are working a particular kind of way that's better. When we're out of the flow, we know it. Now, you can't be separated from God, but you can have a sense of separation from God. And that sense of separation shows up as the strain and the breakdowns and things not working and you trying to figure out how to make sense of everything because life isn't working the way you think it should work. And that's okay. That's when it's time to ask the hard question. All right. So it goes on to say, once you align with your desire, the non-physical energy that creates worlds will flow through you which means enthusiasm, passion, and triumph. That is your destiny. Now notice, once you align, once you align, once you are in harmony, once your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs are in divine order, you will then be in alignment with the energy, the force, the power that creates universes. All right? And then the book says, from the non-physical, you created you. In other words, spirit created this individualized expression that you call yourself. And now from the physical, you continue to create. A lot of times people just don't want to accept the possibility that they're one with God. We want to come up with all these religious rules and rituals and all this other stuff. So we don't have to deal with the fact that most religious traditions, whether they believe in the divinity or not of humankind will at least say initially that humankind was made in the image and likeness of God, spiritual beings, souls, before we showed up here or simultaneously as we show up here as physical beings, depending on the religious belief. Can you accept the possibility that you're one with God, regardless of what you're going through? All right. So the author goes on to say, bottom of the page, this book is not about expanding, about the expanding universe or about source answering your every request or about your worthiness, For all of that is given. This book is about putting yourself in a vibrational place of receiving all that you are asking for. So as we start to deal with the chapters, these first several chapters are just setting up what's going to be taught later in the book. So hold on, because we're going to go there. We're going to go there. But I just want to you know, make sure that you have the fundamentals. This book is about the law of attraction and getting in vibrational alignment, which are good, about being a deliberate, creative individual, by understanding desire and the, and the power of clarity in your mind and conviction in your feeling. 
It's about understanding your intuition that guides you to your good. It's about learning how to have an idea and then release it into divine law for it to do its perfect work. So on page 18, uh, it states, we want you to experience the exhilaration of joyous, consciously creating your own reality. In other words, so you're not a passive participant in your life, but you're a deliberate creator. And then the author wrote, you do create your own reality. You do create your own reality. No one else does. And you create your own reality, even if you do not understand that you do so. For that reason, you often create by default. When you are consciously aware of your own thoughts and you are deliberately offering them, then you are the deliberate creator of your own reality. And that is what you intended when you made the decision to come forth into this body. Yes, the decision to come forth in this body. You wouldn't be here if at a soul level you didn't intend to be here, regardless of the biological way your parents got you here. There's a higher decision being made to show up here in a physical incarnation. All right? So, do you want to be a deliberate creator of your own reality? Or do you want to just be in a reaction phase? I think if you're listening to this podcast, you want to be a deliberate creator of your own reality. And the book goes on to say, your desires and beliefs are just thoughts. Asking it is given. You ask through your attention, through your wanting, through your desire. Um, Johnny Coleman used to always say, where your attention goes, your power flows. Where your attention goes, your power flows. Then it, it goes on to say, you do not have to use words. You just have to feel it into your being. I desire this. I adore this. I appreciate this and so on. That desire is the beginning of all attraction. We say in New Thought that desire is God tapping on the door of your soul. What does that mean? With the good that is possible. So the reason why you have the, 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 the desire, because it is a divine impulse in your soul seeking expression. In other words, you couldn't have the desire if there was not a possible way to bring it into manifestation. I'm not talking about surface, surface wants. I'm talking about the, those real desires in your soul, the, the pregnant possibilities of your soul. All right. Then he, they wrote, you never grow tired of expansion or of creation. For, uh, wait a minute, for there is no ending to new ideas of desire that desires that flow. With every new idea or something you would like to experience, possess, or know will come its actualization or manifestation. And with that manifestation will also become a new perspective from which you would desire. So in other words, you have a desire. And then once you experience it, it opens you up to new possibilities. So you're always going to be desiring to produce something new. You are a desire being. You desire to create. You desire to manifest. You desire to demonstrate. And that never goes away. It just expands to higher and higher ideas and ideals. But it never goes away. Okay? 
So I want you just to be present to the possibility that as you grow spiritually, your desires will change. What you think is possible will change. What you want to produce in your life will change. What you want to experience in your life will change. All right. And the more you can get clear and put your attention with conviction on a particular thing, the more you can get into vibrational alignment with it. So just test it out. Get to order the book, Ask It and It's Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And let's work with this process using the law of attraction to produce results that you desire. I think it's possible. I know it's possible. I've done it. I've seen other people do it. I want to do it at a higher level. I hope you want to do it at a higher level. So we can grow in consciousness together. That's the purpose of this show. So I'm going to wrap up. Like I told you, this is a short episode today. But I want to just keep the needle moving. To continue to create the space. To be in vibrational alignment with the good you say you desire. So just think about it. What is it that I really want to produce in my life right now? What really matters to me? What do I want to experience? What do I want to be free from? And what's the alternative? If I want to be free from poverty, I want abundance. If I want to be free from sickness, I want health. If I want to be uh, free from chaos, I want organization and order. And put your attention and intention and your spoken word towards that which you desire with conviction so you can continue to work on getting into vibrational alignment with what you desire. God bless you, and I'll be with you next week with Truth Transform. Take care. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.